Good morning and welcome to Chatman and Robin. I'm Max Peterson. And I'm Bird. Bird, let's get the fuck out of Maine. <laughs> okay. There, we'll start that. We'll start with that one. That's nice and strong. We have some exciting news for all of our listeners out there. Uh, Bird, go ahead. Um, we're moving back to Michigan. Is that the news you wanted? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that is the news that I was alluding to. Um, we were, Bird and I were sat down. Um, we're not sure when, by the way. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, hopefully, we are thinking end of March. End of March, beginning of April. Early April. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully before May. I want to get back to Michigan before yes, my brother's graduation. Definitely before May. Um, yeah, we got a couple things that that is contingent on. One, of course, being finding get jobs. jobs. Um, the other is the you're working on like a huge tattoo on your chest, and we don't want to switch artists in the middle of that. Um, so that's one or two more sessions before that's done. So we'll stick. Hopefully, around. just one. Hopefully, just one. We'll just we'll. Hey, you know, if I'll you tough need it out. Yeah, if you need some way to manage your pain, um, if only there was some drug that would mitigate pain and make you feel relaxed. That was legal in Maine now. Oh, right. It's January 31st, and marijuana is officially legal in Maine. As um, of yesterday. As of yesterday, yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, so Bird has to finish up her tattoo. We have to find fucking jobs. And we have to sell like all of our everything. possessions. Like everything we have. So, listeners in Maine, if you guys need anything... We got your hookup. Microwaves, toasters, coffee pots. Uh, Bookshelves. Uh, entertainment a units. A dog crate. Anyway, we're selling a lot of shit. We're selling everything we've got, basically, and donating it, and then um, packing up the rest into the Subaru and heading to balmy, sunny Traverse City. Um, actually, no. I don't know if that's how yeah, I would describe it. It's snowing there a lot. There's like... Uh, what was there like six inches of snow in that video that Aaron showed us? Know. It was a little mini blizzard. It was gorgeous though. It was beautiful. Um, um, and I gotta say, I am kind of looking forward to getting back to the snow. Um, I like this weird warm weather that we're experiencing over here. I but just wish we we could get the sunshine and the snow. If it could just be sunny, yeah, I would be so much better. Well, in, I mean, right, the weather we've had lately here in Maine is like. It's we'll get so like weird. blazing crazy blizzard, eight inches of snow, people crashing their cars. They crash their cars anyway. I hate to say it, but uh, East Coast drivers are pretty bad. Sorry, guys. Um, it's true. Guys, seriously, move to the Midwest, man. I've been driving around on summer tires. You got to learn how to control a slide and just not be a shitty driver. Anyway. Well, even if there's no snow. Yeah. Oh, um, but no, like, yours. so we'll have like an eight inch blizzard. And then the next day it's 51 degrees. The snow is all melted. And then there's a blizzard a week later. and But then it's all, ugh, it's, I mean, I'm not complaining. I like the warm weather, but I kind of miss, uh, I kind of miss having snow and having, like, looking outside and seeing a real winter wonderland. So, uh, yeah, so we are moving back to Michigan. That is, yes. that is happening. Yep, Traverse City, We're Michigan. move to Traverse City. My We're, hometown. We are moving in with two, uh, sometimes Chapman and Robin, uh, special guests. Yep. Hardly Quinn and the Toker, Alan and Aaron Shug. AKA my brother and sister. Brother and sister-in-law. Yeah. Um so we're moving in with them and that is going to be They're fucking pop. that's going to be fucking amazing. That is going to be slightly scary. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm sure we can handle it. Yeah. For for this for that living situation we can handle anything. I'll make any concession I need to. They are super awesome amazing people. Um so, yeah, Bert, how did we come to this uh shocking decision? Oh, wow. Um, we were talking about like our 10 year plan and we're coming near the end of our lease. Um, so we were trying to figure out, what you know, we're gonna do, do we want to stay here? Um, 
the answer to that, of course, was no, not really. Mm. Um, and then um, we briefly considered moving north and seeing if Michaels could transfer me to Augusta. They have a store there. Well, I will say this: like our our actual apartment is the nicest one I've seen in Biddeford. Like it's, it's nice on the inside. It's certainly. nice on the inside. Yeah, it's clean. Um, a lot of I the mean, appliances are new. I know. Keep but, it clean. <laughs> no, I know. But like, what I'm saying is, like, you'll see every, oh, yes, everywhere else I've like, been. Yeah, there's not like busted walls right. and like sagging ceilings. That seems to be the norm for housing over here. So we have been super, super lucky with the apartment we have. It is really tiny, but we actually made that work, and I think That's it was. Okay. I think it was good yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, it's just the town in general. The city is a bit, yeah. a bit rough. It's kind of abraded our souls down, and also our bank account. It is cost of living on the East Coast is super, super high. Very so, high. Um, and if you really don't have the means to support that, right? Um, so we kind of talked about moving north, but we've sort of figured like, don't get us wrong. Maine is an, a really great state. There's a lot of amazing places to see. Gorgeous. The yeah. People are incredibly so nice. nice yeah everybody in maine like i know i know tim has said like i don't know new englanders can be a bit brusque i've only really run into like that brusqueness in like one or two people but for the most part and everyone that's not is something friendly. that ever really personally bothers me like i like people to be that's what you honest are and up front yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to me people are just like they're up front they say what's right. on their minds and i've never run into that at all oh I've you know only, what I've, i had that happen yesterday I've, again but you didn't like that? Well, it's the same topic that um, has come up a couple times. Um, and I've noticed it more here, which I didn't think I would. Which is what? Um, I helped a gentleman at work yesterday, and he goes, let me ask you a personal question. And I go, oh, okay. <laughs> Why do you cut your hair like that and have it colored like that since you're so pretty? <laughs> it's like, What? It's because I'm trying to ugly myself up. I mean, pops. like, what, what? What's the thought there? Like, you're pretty, so you need to. I don't know. Like, a, an ugly girl can do this well, yeah. and not. Well, like, <laughs> you have a you have a pretty face. So if you, it's the I don't know. How old was he? Oh, you know, sixties. Yeah. Um. I mean, it. I think the the thought is like, if you had flowing long blonde I hair, would be so. And you Normal. dressed. Let's see what what's women's fashion today. If you dressed dumpy, you would be uh, you would be extremely attractive. <laughs> I hate women's fashion oh, right now. I'm sorry. I feel you 100. percent God damn it, dude! Like it's just like a series of bags. It's like a series of of bags and sacks folded over people. That's mm-hmm. all women's fashion. Tiny so floral print. <laughs> oh, it's the sad. 90s. Mm-mm. Oh, it drives me that goddamn insane come back you know who's fat did you see lauren's jacket when we went to make your uh oh my god dude that yes. yeah that is like female fashion icon right there but she's <laughs> secretly just like a 90s seattle grunge person or like gla- like pseudo glam punk person so yeah. that's always um, been my style anyway um yeah that's weird um that kind of goes back to a conversation we never had because we decided not to bitch on the podcast about the guy who told you to smile more oh Mm. i know <laughs> fuck you i don't owe you anything hey that women's march okay. was real cool wasn't it um anyway anyway yeah i got I, we i don't know what we're talking about anymore uh no maine maine is a great state and actually we were con- talking about our 10-year plan and uh one of the things we talked about was how we this might be a place to end up oh by the way it's that portion of the podcast where we put trinity in the crate 
Seven minutes and 50 seconds she Elle, did. I thought she would be fine because she was sleeping in the sunshine. <laughs> um, no, no such luck. Yeah, but no, we would li- like, this might be a state where we could end up. This would be a place eventually to live here. Northern Maine is just so, so stupidly beautiful. Yeah, because of course our dream is to build the cabin in the woods and just be artists away from society. And Everyone. And, and there's would, no one in there's Northern no Maine. There's no one in Northern Maine. Like, it's it's like it, the weather up there can be dangerous. And that's why people don't go up there because it's so extreme. But we like that. Um, But you really do have to, if you want to live comfortably in Maine and have like any sort of real quality of life in Maine, you have to have money. You and I to, think that's just east coast yeah you really need to have a a, a fair income Um, it makes sense to me why so many people do drugs actually i kind of can see that a little bit too i don't i mean i just never understood the downers thing but man now that weed's illegal i'm i gotta tell you i'm pretty stoked um although we i had this thing pretty stoked i'm stoked right now (laughs) um but no yeah we'll talk about that when we get to the weed thing but like last night i didn't like on legalization day when i was i was like i'm gonna smoke i'm gonna smoke yeah 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 woo i didn't because of like weird weed anxieties that i will tell about when we get there and bird knows a lot about um but yeah we might end up back here we wrote down a lot of other states we want to take a look at some places but oh do we have that list that would be cool um yeah somewhere oh oh it's that sheet of paper right there oh so go grab that. Um, so we figured out our 10-year plan, and it didn't include staying in the East Coast and having our savings account ground down to nothing. So we're moving back where we have a support network and where we're close to family and where we're close to you know family and friends. Um, we got a lot done in the year we were here. Yes. I yes. mean, we're still I, here. I we're do in not Maine. regret this in any way. No. I mean, I... I got published. I finished like three short stories. I recorded two albums in my entire life. I've never, I've recorded one album for Marlon, like Mm -hmm. a a soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I've never like independently produced any music on my own. And I've recorded two, two EPs, um, which we'll also talk about later, but yeah, cause I'm going to do stuff with that before we get out of Maine. But we were, and you did, you wrote a graphic novel, mm-hmm. you did a pussy board, you got into a show, you got your art on the wall of, like, a gallery space, like... S- I put up a website, I built a, a website, website. we have gotten so started. much done, because there's no friends, no family, no distractions, and we both kind of dislike the jobs that we're hanging out in, um, if they're just not sort of... I'm, I'm ready to open my online store, I just have to, well, I mean, now the taxes thing, but so many paintings... Yeah. So many paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sold my first painting. I mean, to my aunt, but <laughs> <laughs> still technically a sale. Um, here, yeah, Bird went and grabbed the list of our ten-year plan. Go through our ten-year plan. Show, tell people. Oh, you want me to go through the whole thing? If you want to, or you can just. I was talk just going to read the states off. Sure, places that we might want to end up. Yeah, because we might need to revise this since we took a left turn. Okay. okay, so this is sort of like where we might like to build our dream home. Uh, Maine, Wisconsin, Mon- uh, Minnesota, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, Western Massachusetts, Michigan, mm. underlined. Right. Or potentially Vermont. Right. And Michigan, it would only be the UP. The UP. Because we kind of want like the woods and the forest and the, the stuff like that. Stay away from me. What? No, like people, stay away. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, me? Uh, yes, you stay away. I'm right. building my own dream house. Where do you want your dream house to be? And where you. do we want my dream house to be? Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, I'm going to be kind of a little bit, I guess, I don't know. I'm super excited. 
like incredibly excited to go to Michigan and get back there and especially to live with Alan and Aaron. That is going to be so fucking amazing. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I'm going to, it's it's messing with me emotionally and mentally, the state is a little bit, and like the absolute isolation. But I am going to miss it because like right now I'm working 23 hours a week. I never see you except for like nights. So I'm getting so much done. I think I'm going to miss some of the productivity. Because it's undeniable that it's we're yes. going to take a slight backslide on productivity yeah. when we get back to Michigan. Well, you know what, though? I'm really hoping that um, living with two other creative people who are also very driven and doing the same thing mm-hmm. that we're doing, mm-hmm. I hope that that will sort of foster creativity rather than impede it. Right. Um, you know, like just surrounding yourself with people that are, you know, passionate, doing the same thing you are, you know, can keep you accountable too. That's true. One of the big things I think that we've run into trouble with as artists was especially during, especially during Marlin and during my, when I'm writing screenplays, which are very time consuming and brain absorbing is like, it's fun to be around artists, but you can't do art around artists. You have to do art like alone. I don't I don't write around people. I sit and talk to people and talk about the writing I'm doing and I interact with people, but that's not writing. Like writing, I need to be alone. And if I if I'm in a room with somebody, I just put headphones on, crank that shit up and don't look at anyone. So living I think living with artists will be good, but we just have to make sure that we're all like like hey did you do art today you know like let's talk about art no 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 want to go go to your room and do art we'll talk to each other in four <laughs> hours but like we, i don't know like we need to be very isolationist i'm hoping we can um we can do the the check-in thing yeah. with them that you and i do yeah the what have you done to advance your career today i love that mm-hmm. question um the answer for me by the way for the last four days is literally nothing so that was bad yeah did oh, i really I haven't know. done I've, it's been a weird week um and what a hell of a day two days ago so we're i'm probably still recovering from that when we decided to move to michigan oh, out of the yes. fucking blue that yes. was like <laughs> that was the most packed day ever um oh my god this so is fucking blind there's another um there's another element to us moving back to michigan and i'll let yes. you talk about it because oh. i really don't I'm, um i'm not super privy or one anything. of the um driving forces in getting us back there was um, Alan and Aaron have a dream and they've sort of I guess pulled us in or included us in this is um, a dream to own and run a high-end art supply store sort of like almost boutique Mm -hmm. style Um, you know higher end than you would find at like Michael's or Hobby Lobby or something like that right to really um there used to be a great. I don't know Hobby store. Lobby. They have the best art supplies. They have all the best art supplies. They carry the their art supplies are the greatest. The uh, CEO of Hobby Lobby donated a lot of money to Donald Trump. All right, continue. Um, there used to be a really great shop when um, Alan and I were growing up, and mm. obviously Aaron too. Um, that sold things like this, and they have since gone out of business. Yeah. Um. So that really is something that the community needs, and there is a very uh, large artistic community there. So, you know, it's not that we wouldn't be um, filling a need. We are definitely 
filling a need. So right. we've been working on that too. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. So, and this is, uh, you know, we're going to just go there and get jobs and live with Alan and Aaron and keep producing art, but this is definitely like part of the dream. This is something to, that we're working on and striving towards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, I'll clean, I'm going to be the uh, floor cleaner and the trash taker outer. And we're going to make you clean the toilets exclusively. The toilet cleaner <laughs> and the front desk smiler. That's mm-hmm. my job. I don't fucking Just know. flirt with all the rich old ladies, please. Uh, okay. <laughs> back to the back to the restaurant industry, basically. Um, that was one thing I wanted to ask you about because I also don't or the know. Rich you young are, ladies. You're I from suppose. Traverse City. For those, everybody knows that. I'm pretty sure all of our listeners. I but, don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but you're from Traverse City. You grew yes, up there. Um, yeah. What are like art? I, I wrote down art opportunities in TC. Um, they're probably, I don't know how many there are for me, but that doesn't really matter. How many, like, what are the, what, uh, avenues are going to open up to, for you when we get there? It's just, it's just a very, um, artistic minded community. They have mm-hmm. the, um, City Film Festival there, which was started by, um, Michael Moore. Right. Um, there's, um, there's a local theater company. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if I'm, you I'm busy. had time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there are galleries and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it is a tourist community, so um, a lot of the money comes in during the summer when people are there. Right. Um, but you know, just kind of the same thing that would be happening here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, c- um, consigning work and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so that's that. I don't. I have no transition to our next topic at well, all. Well, then let's just head on into it. Uh, weed is legal in Maine. Oh, which we talked about earlier. Um, so as soon as weed gets legalized, of course, I got the I got the email from Yes on One while I was at work yesterday, and I was like, you know, woohoo! This is amazing. This is incredible. Um, and then we're leaving. Then now we're leaving the state. <laughs> oh well, Michigan. Um, didn't they almost pass it this past? I, I think it failed no it didn't yeah it didn't get passed and i thought it was by a fair margin like oh like everyone was surprised how poorly the legalization yeah, i issue definitely didn't thought michigan was going to be one of the next states yeah i don't know me too um, I, don't, I don't think it's far behind i think a lot of states are heading that way i think it's going to depend a lot on um how the new states do with it but then again mm-hmm. like what really bum- one of the things that bums me out about this is our fucking idiot governor lepage fucking moron um just in general not just on the weed thing he's an awful human being uh they did it's called i think it's called ld88 or it's a new piece of legislation that sort of amends the yes on one that can't that went through which says that there can't there won't be any um retail stores or like distributors there's not going to be any pot shops until like sometime in the middle or late 2018 so it takes time to build that right but they what they did was um like yes on one had a proposed timeline based on colorado's experience Mm, which was mm -hmm. highly successful and allowed them to immediately start getting revenue Mm -hmm. and but lepage has been just he's a shithead he really is well and also i mean the no on one people are pretty vocal too it was it passed by a pretty narrow margin but especially lepage and the the legislature yeah, what, here four thousand votes three thousand votes. i think it was about four thousand votes but they've been digging like digging their heels in to try and make this as hard as possible and it's gonna happen they're just well, delaying yeah, the inevitable that but that's my my problem with it is like now like weed has been legalized in maine but maine is not going to benefit at all 
like the state of Maine up for like another year because they're not going to be able no no one can sell it so no one can tax it. You can possess it, you can grow your own plants, but there's no like commerce. So fuck them. Well yeah, LePage just like fucked over the Maine economy for an extra year basically on moral grounds for something that most Americans have no moral opposition to anymore. Just so oh, it's just such a backwards way of thinking. It really bothers mm. me. But you know, you can grow plants. You can possess up to, I think, two and a half ounces, which is amazing. So grow your shit, smoke yep, your shit. grow your shit and smoke your shit, um, which leads me into something I've wanted to talk to you about because I've avoided, I've always avoided for the last, like, year talking about, like, my feelings on this show, just okay. trying to make it about, like, entertainment and funny, funny, happy, happy, laughy, laugh time. But, yeah, I have, like, really weird weed anxiety that I've talked to you about a little bit before, and I want to talk to you about it on the show and see if the the microphones change our discussion at all. Okay. Um, I have a lot of trouble smoking around you. <laughs> like, uh, if, if the only way that I will... Is it because I make fun of you? I don't know. <laughs> um, the only way that I will smoke or, or yeah. have smoked in, like, the last year or two years, basically since I started smoking... Um, which, by the way, mom, if you're listening, it's like literally just like a hit off of one once every three it's months. It's not a pothead. No, it's like very, very limited. I would definitely, I would smoke more and would like to smoke more. But, but you know what? We don't judge in this household. You could be a, you could be a pothead. I could. I have. I a, mean, you couldn't because you need to be productive. I need to be productive. But <laughs> I don't care if other people are. I could be a productive. I don't know. There's productive potheads. I just need more practice. But the, I mean, the thing for me is. I will not smoke unless I know you're gone for eight hours. Like, the moment you walk out the door, I need to smoke so that I can be completely clear-headed and recovered from this awful, <laughs> awful drug by the time that you get home. Um, we tried uh, smoking together once, uh, and it didn't work because I, where we think a bird might possibly have an allergy to cannabis, but... <laughs> Um, or I don't know something. It's I was I think I was just super sick the next day. Yeah, she had she got the stomach flu the next day, so maybe yeah, maybe the two did not mix well having the stomach flu and smoking. But um, but yeah, so I I don't know. Like I am the most like the least. I have the the least stigma towards weed. I'm just like everybody should smoke. Like it's amazing. Look at all these properties, and it's a groovy good time, and it relaxes you, and it opens your brain. And then someone's like, "Here, man, smoke." I'm like, "Oh no, my uh, my wife is gonna be home in three hours. <clears throat> I can't. I really can't. Um, I'm sweating. I'm sweating really hard. Uh, you need to get away even, from. Me. I don't even care if you smoke. I just want to know that you're still being productive. Right. And I just I hate the smell. So I just don't want you to smoke in the house. That's I mean, the, like, well, that's the other big thing for me is like, I know you hate the smell. So as soon as I smoke, I'm immediate. I brush my teeth. <laughs> I floss. I like use mouthwash. Uh, in the past, I've taken showers that I don't need to take because oh I'm like, God. it must be in my hair because I blew it out so she can smell it in my hair. Um, I don't think like I've ever smelled it on you when you've smoked. And now you know mouth. why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like scouring myself with lye in the shower and gargling with ammonia, like just so that you don't smell it. Um, and I like kissing you too. So what? I almost just said something. What did you say? Come on. We smell would be better than the fart that you ripped last night. <laughs> <laughs> I really did try to, to angle that one away from you, but it just went Tried right. Tried to blame it on the dog. I did. I blamed on the dog for like almost 20 minutes. So I was just like, oh, she must be sick. Oh, Trinity. And then I, I, that's how I fessed up too. I was like, I can't just, I feel bad for the dog. I can't blame it on her. I did that. That was me. I farted. It wasn't Trinity. She's, she doesn't smell that bad. It's me. 
<laughs> that wasn't last night. It was the night before. Whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was pretty terrible. That was the the first nacho night when we had the roasted red pepper beans. Oh, my God. Those are so good. And like three quarters of a brick of Munster cheese and chick. Oh, man. And onions. That's what that was. That was, that was mm. onions and roasted red peppers. Nacho farts. After my belly was done with them. Um, so, yeah. Um, I want to, I don't know, like... Just do your thing, boo. You do you. And you promise you won't... Plus, you got to get rid of it before we leave, you, so... You promise you won't <laughs> mock me too terribly much? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> God. This is... That's part of my stress. I mostly just laugh at you laughing. Uh, so what do we got? We have to do stuff before we leave Maine, um, other than tattoo, other than yeah. tattoo, we can't. I would leave tomorrow, but we can't because we have an upcoming vacation with two of our favorite people so in the world. Yes, I can't remember the exact dates because I'm terrible at it, but I've already requested um, the time. Tenth off. through the twelfth, I think. Tenth through the twelfth, February. February. So that's like mm-hmm. two weeks from now. I know, I know, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going on a vacation with two of our favorite people, John and Casey. Where do we know where? It's on the I coast think somewhere, it's right? In Vermont. Vermont? Massachusetts? I don't know. Connecticut? Connecticut. No, I don't know. It's it's I don't know. we'll look it up again. But it's uh it's we were gonna meet in Boston. We were gonna take a train to Boston, they were gonna pick us up and then drive an hour to wherever it is. So it's an hour from Boston, I, I think. It's in between us though somewhere, so we're just gonna yeah. meet in the middle. Right. We're both gonna just drive down to it. Um the uh Casey and John and I and Bert are all gonna go and spend a weekend like a hopefully like actual snow winter wonderland weekend and not like a barren freezing cold dead gray trees in winter yeah, wonderland dead grass um yeah but we're gonna go and stay in a cabin for a weekend there's mm-hmm. a there's what is there there's a sauna it's dog friendly so we're taking mm-hmm. le poochie taking poochie but um oh my god we've been planning all sorts we're gonna they were definitely doing a uh, hot like boozy hot chocolate and cocktails and we're just gonna hang out i'm bringing a notebook but i'm gonna try not to be too buried in my notebook (laughs) um yeah and i I really think now i mean now we really really needed this like last week now i'm a little bit re-energized because i know Mm -hmm. we're moving to michigan and i'm i'm excited and i have like this has been my light at the end of the tunnel getting through like the end of the holiday season and that right um but now we have an even bigger light, so we have we've got other we've got little lights all the way down. We got lights leading us out of the, like, the uh, bleak gray, like taking heroin, <laughs> heroin town. Mm. Um, so yeah, like this this little vacation is gonna be super super fun, and then we've kind of like just piggyback right off that and move back in with our like two of our other favorite people in the entire world. So I think I think that our lights at the end of the tunnel. What are you doing over there? I'm. Playing with a needable eraser. Mm. I think that our lights at the end of the tunnel have been um, people that we like. Yes. And I think that that's been yeah. very Spending telling. time with people. Yeah. yeah. I think that that kind of tells us about how how uh, secluded we've been. So that is all of our big news, pretty much. Yeah. So do you want to talk about pop culture type things that we've been absorbing recently? Because <laughs> there, yeah. there is actually some stuff. Go. Okay. Well, um, first off, we almost finished uh, but there's like 40 minutes left uh, okay we're like halfway through mm-hmm. um the original judge dread movie with sylvester stallone right 
Um, <laughs> we've talked about it before. We absolutely both adore the new Judge mm-hmm. Dredd. The new Judge Dredd, mm-hmm. if you haven't watched it and want to watch a sci-fi action movie, that's just a just a gory, just fucked a good up good time. time. That movie is a, just, a, it never stops being cool. Start to finish. That movie is amazing. I wouldn't say it's like a good movie. Oh, I say it's a good movie. Um, Like, don't look for like deep, extremely committed right, performances not, and like yeah. nuanced plot. It's about a guy who gets, basically gets trapped in a building with a bunch of psycho criminals and has to kill them all while working his way up to the big boss. That's what it is. Um, but all the like slow-mo effects that they do, there's a drug called slow-mo all it's like, Oh my God, that movie is so amazing. So, so amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we've seen it like eight times, 10 times case in point, case in point why we gotta move out of here. Just (laughs) drunk, high, I will say that's a, that is something I've noticed a lot. Like I've never, anywhere we've ever lived, I've never seen as much fighting. Shouting. Shouting and fighting. Like, remember, like, um. Absurd. And you know what's really weird? More than once, I've seen this woman walking down the street and a car rolling alongside her very slowly, and the woman going, no, no, fuck you, you had your fucking chance, and the guy in the car is like, look, I didn't do that, I just want you back, look, I love you, and I'm really sorry that I've been this way, no, fuck you, I'm going to Janet's, you fucking cunt, why would you fucking go to fucking Janet's, you bitch, I'll fucking kill you, baby, I'm sorry, look, I'm sorry, you just made me so mad, like that, I've seen that exact scenario, like, maybe six times since we moved here. And it's not like we, um, I mean, Marquette, we had the, the college crowd that would Come be kind of rowdy, yeah. but never like Mean loud and belligerent. Fighting. Yeah. That, there's a lot of loud S- like fighting. Like screaming. Our neighbors. Oh, yeah. Our neighbors okay. do that. Like Not going to miss that. Not in the slightest. Like we've had our neighbor standing in the backyard staring up at his own house. <laughs> like there, Yeah. It has really shown me that we do have a good relationship. Our little, sp- oh, yeah. our little spats and such, they really don't mm. mean a whole lot because I'm not chasing you down the street in a car. Oh my oh. god, man! Yeah, so sorry, Judge Dredd. The Judge Dredd. the new one's amazing. The old one is mm, amazingly bad. It is amazingly bad. Like it's it's one of those movies that's so bad it's it's kind of good. Um, I wouldn't rate this very highly. I might give it a two on Netflix. <laughs> I, I mean, I might give it a three, but, you know, like, it's not... It. I was ho- hoping it would fall into that category of movies that I love, which I don't watch anymore because you just can't stand them, where they are literally so shit, so fucking awful that they're incredible. Um, I, Bird doesn't feel about them that way, though. She sees them, they're like, that was really bad. I'm like, yes, it was. It was so bad. Five stars. Um like movies like uh oh shit what's it called i eat your skin where toxic avenger toxic avenger was is a so bad it's good movie but i my favorites are the ones that don't mean to be i think toxic avenger kind of knew that Mm, they were schlocky sure sure like i eat your skin um one of the actors is playing the piano and smoking a cigarette and he flicks it onto the carpet and the carpet catches on fire and everybody ignores it because they couldn't afford to do another take so there's just like the carpet is smoking and burning and they're all pretending like it's not on fire it's so fucking awesome is that a roger corman movie no it's not it was in a um like a 10 pack of uh, zombie movies i got when i was like 12 years old it's so so amazing we did find a roger corman movie on netflix last night that i almost watched uh it was like death race 2050 
it looked just nightmarishly bad. <laughs> but we didn't we didn't watch it. Um, we did watch what I would consider to be a pretty good movie um, a couple nights ago. We just watched The Scribbler. Um, what are your th- go? You give okay. your thoughts on The Scribbler. I have the same feeling about The Scribbler that I have about um, Dread. Okay, uh, the one that we just watched. Judge Dredd, um, the that we watched last night. Yes. Okay. Yeah, not not Dredd. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the costume choices. Um, the set design was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the uh, the camera work, plot, actors. Meh. Okay. The for me, I agree. The plot was a little bit kind of like the plot. I, I actually. I was really confused by the end. Okay, I really liked the scribbler. A lot. Um, yeah, it, okay, let me just say it right now. Bird thought that this, the end was like a metaphor and that it was all in someone's head. No, if you just watch the movie as though everything you're seeing is literal, and then it's amazing. If you try and dig into it and think that it's metaphors and stuff, it gets really confused and bogged down. Just watch everything like it's literal because I think that's the way it is. It's based on a graphic novel, so I assume it's kind of a superhero story. Um, I'll say this. the There's actually more famous people in it than you think there are. That's true. You start recognizing faces like immediately. Um, the one of the characters from Californication's in there. Eliza Dushku's in there. Sasha Gray makes a little like brief cameo. Um, I will also say this: I can't remember who she plays in Supernatural, but the actress who plays Laurel um, in Arrow. Who, mm-hmm. by the way, okay, I don't think she's who I thought she was from Supernatural. I don't think it's the same. She actress. plays the demon. Yeah, because Laurel is the same actress who plays. Yeah. She plays the original female demon who helps them out. Oh, does she? Yeah. Because um, oh. I hated her in that, too. Oh. Um, so, like, my big thing about this actress, I can't remember what her name is. Um, because I think nobody cares. Laurel is the worst character in Arrow. She's awful. That actress in... Uh, now, in Arrow, I'll say this. In Arrow and in Supernatural, I find her just, like, cringingly bad. She is one of the worst actresses I've ever seen in those two shows. In The Scribbler... I know you might disagree with me a little bit here, but in The Scribbler, she's actually good. Her lack of acting ability works? No, I disagree. <laughs> I, I mean, we can we can agree we can disagree on this, but she in The Scribbler, her performance is actually good. She she delivers like a a good performance in The Scribbler. This she's actually I liked her character a lot. Um, so I guess some of it probably had to do with like costuming and stuff like that um, cuz she dressed very very like kind of like I wanted like a majority of her clothing. Yeah, 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 every outfit she had was great. And she's actually very good in it. I noticed one thing, um, and this is bad, because it, <laughs> it is literally I'm something we talked about so earlier. I'm still so annoyed. About? Uh, hang on, I think you're going to make the same point that I'm going to make. I don't think so. Um, mm. I know this sounds bad, but uh, I noticed something. Something she does not do in Arrow or in um, supernatural which she does do in this movie which was one of my favorite acting moments is when she she has a really incredible smile she has like this when she's like playing kind of like overly friendly and smiling and that there's a scene where she's trying to get her psychiatrist out of her apartment and that was gold from start to finish and a lot of it had to do with her like her like smiling and being emotive and stuff whereas in arrow and supernatural she is she's playing quote-unquote badasses Mm. but badasses without nuance so all she does in arrow is cry and pout 
and cry and be mad. Frown. And frown and furrow. And in Supernatural, it's kind of just like play flat and play kind of like flippant and bitchy because she's supposed to be a badass demon. But she had enough nuance in the scribbler that it was <laughs> she's good in it. Okay, so I liked the scribbler. You did not. What irritated you? Oh, um, this is the same. I had the same problem with the scribbler that I had with her in Arrow. Mm. Outside of her lack of acting ability, mm. it drives me absolutely crazy when they have somebody who's supposed to be like a fighter, yeah, and like doing really physical things, who's just sort of like shapeless. Yeah, yeah, I will say that, like, they're... She just, she has no muscle tone. She doesn't look like she's ever lifted anything heavier than a film script. Like, that is true. She is, compl- like, and that's not like, that's not like a, um, that's not like a body shaming thing where I'm like, oh, she's not sexy and attractive. Like, she's, she's, I'm sure she's, like, she's conventionally attractive, but she I, is... She's attractive, yeah. She is not built like a fighter. She's not built like a physical character. So when you make her a superhero, like, I, I still... It just, it just makes me crazy when they, they have somebody who's supposed to be a woman. This yeah. never happens with men. No, because all, all of Hollywood's men are bodybuilders. Well, yeah. Na- like... Think about it. Every every leading man you've ever seen has more muscle tone than I've ever had in my life. And I've lifted, like, pretty regularly. They're all fucking jacked. Anyway. Yeah. I hate when they have women who are supposed to be fighters or warriors or something like that. Who mm-hmm. are just, like, skinny. Yeah. And conventionally attractive. Thin and shapeless, yeah. Um, um, I think the only time I've seen them succeed in not doing that is mm. when they have an actual fighter who can't act the, so it's just the like female character in deadpool that's who i was thinking of MMA that's exactly fighter. What I was thinking she's of. burly yeah. shit yeah um so like and I like know, mad props like i really liked her but i mean she can't act i dig charlize theron i with scribbler oh, I di- with scribbler theron. i disagree but in yes i agree she's one of the worst actresses i've ever seen in arrow and supernatural and uh, not as bad as i will say this not as bad as the actress in the magicians the girl who is literally in a coma whose face does not move the worst actress we've complained about this already i know worst actress in the history of the universe Uh, um no Charlize theron in mad max yes she's got enough like physique and they shaved her head and they didn't try and pretty her up so she comes across as a fighter i really appreciate that yeah a lot of people liked gal gadot and you can kind of see like the shape of her delts and stuff yeah she's definitely got mm -hmm. some muscle to her Mm -hmm. um a lot of people liked gal gadot in um Batman v Superman as Wonder Woman, but she is, she looks like... She just looks like a model. She looks like a model. I was going to say a runway model. She looks really thin. She looks like she diets. She looks like she doesn't pick up heavy things. So yeah, she I doesn't don't, look like a... A warrior. No, not yeah. at all. She doesn't look like she fights. Um, I have the like same... Jim Lee. I hate to say this, Wonder Woman. but um, I am saddened by... Because uh, I really like that movie Salt with Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. and I like both Tomb Raider movies. But I watched how Angelina Jolie prepared to like play this fighter in Tomb Raider, and it was like, like girl push-ups and yoga and Pilates. And I was like, no, man, she's Tomb Raider. You got to have her doing like pull-ups, and you got to have her doing like actual combat training. I mean, she did a lot. Oh. She did do combat training, but it seemed like they didn't want her bulky. They wanted her sexy, and I that's not what I want in my female. You fighters. know who did get it right was, um, oh my god, um, from in- Terminator. Sarah Connor. Yes. Yeah, Sarah Connor in Terminator is... Fu- she looks like she's killed you people. You watch her do pull-ups in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say... I think that Jennifer Garner in Elektra is not bad either. 
We watch uh, we watch her. She's still she's still a little bit skinny, but like they have like physical training montages mm-hmm. and you see the the stuff they show her doing is the body type that she has. So you're like, "Okay, if Electra trains that way, that makes sense." Um I can't remember her name. She's in Boys Don't Cry, Million Dollar Baby. I haven't seen her in anything in a long time, but in the movie Million Dollar Baby, it's about mm-hmm. a female boxer. Yeah. That actress's back is like on point. So she looks mm-hmm. she looks like a fighter too. Um, I would, that's just something that uh, is, I, I guess, like a personal pet peeve of mine. Like I, that's something I would really like them to get right. Is the, the, Show muscular women. Mm-hmm. What's, what is so wrong with that? Yeah. I mean, there's really just this. You can go on like the the Mary Sue or whatever and find or bust or whatever and find all sorts of articles about this. How Hollywood has two body types. I know the thin anorexic female and the 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 funny pretty lead and and the funny fat friend. Yes, there's no middle body type. Like it goes from like waif thin skinny to like quote unquote comically overweight, and that's really fucking irritating. Mm Um, but on you know, and again, I'm a white man, so I have no room to talk at all on any subject ever. But it's kind of ir- been irritating for me to watch. Um, I mean, I love all these fucking shows, oh, Arrow and Flash and everything. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez and um, Resident it's Evil. True, yeah, dude. She and in everything she's in, she's tough That's as true. shit. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, I can't remember the lead actress's name from Resident Evil. Um, oh my god, Mila Jovovich. Yes. Mila Jovovich in general is just amazing. She is, I would like. She still looks, you know, kind of soft. I was but. gonna say, I was gonna say thin. She looks strong. Like you can watch her. Mila Jovovich is an amazing actress. Um, because they're vampires, I guess Kate Beckinsale gets away with being skinny because she has super oh, supernatural like, yeah. strength. Okay, what's the sexiest Kate Beckinsale you can think of? Because I got mine right off the top of my head. Kate Beckinsale in that corset in Van Helsing. Mm-mm. Or her in uh, Underworld 2. The first Underworld movie where she has that like liquid black latex what with about, the corset over top. Yeah, that is really oh sexy. God. But what about... And those uh, like bright blue eyes. Was it, was it Underworld 2 or Underworld Rise of the Lycans where she has that full nude sex scene? Oh my god, dude. What? Yeah, must you, have blown my mind so hard. I forgot, you forgot about, about it. it. Oh my god! Um, I saw that in high school, and like this was in high school. I really like this was like dial-up internet, so there wasn't like a whole lot of porn in my life, you know. So when I saw that movie, I was like, I rented it from the Shell, the Shell gas station, <laughs> and I'm amazed that 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 section of the disc ever played again. It was just like six hours of me playing that like one and a quarter minute scene. I'm just like, look at that fucking amazing, beautiful body. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale's super hot. I hope I never meet her and she never listens to this. But <laughs> she won't, I, I and know, you won't. I know she won't, and I won't. But man. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale. She's she might be my Hollywood crush. Ah, mm. Kate Beckinsale, we love you. But no, her and Van Helsing in that corset and leather mm-hmm. pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> 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 it's just rolled Another back. Another movie that's not good, but I love it. I'll watch that movie a bajillion times. That movie taught me how to take a shot. There's a <laughs> there's a scene where they when remember when they passed you didn't get that from Indiana Jones no when they passed the well um like in I've seen people take shots but Kate Beckinsale sort of mentions don't let it touch your tongue it'll knock you on your ass and mm. I was like because I'd always just assume that you took a shot by like you get it in your mouth and then you swallow it down 
But no, there's an art to like actually pounding back a shot. You can crack, you can cram like five more shots in if you do it right. And that movie taught me how to do it, which prepared me well for my career as a server and bartender, partying with a bunch of fucking wild animals after clothes every night. Um, but yeah, ooh, that Indiana Jones scene. I know, right? That beginning. That was like Marianne. that was like girl crush of mine. Marion sure. Marion is a very good. I will say, like, female, like, strong female character. She's mm-hmm. constantly giving Indy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, she owns her own bar. When Indy comes back asking for help, she's like, go fuck yourself, fuck basically. You. And she only gets stuck with him. And then after her bar burns down, after the Nazis fight with her, Indy's like, all right, well, give me the thing. I'm sorry this happened. She's like, no, fuck you. I'm your partner. And she, like, she ma- she's she constantly, like, defines her own role in Indiana mm-hmm. Jones's world. Yeah. That was really nice to see. I didn't like her so much in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, really? Because I, I thought that I, was kind of a sweet... I like their dynamic, but she doesn't yeah. give him quite as much shit. She seems a little bit more motherly. Because she's a mom. Yeah, I know, but, like, I wanted, like, Spitfire Marion. I wanted her to give more give him more shit. <laughs> That movie was just a piece of garbage anyway. It so. was. It was. But you know what? I, I'll watch <laughs> that it. That wouldn't anyway. have saved it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. The aliens thing was just oh, weird. Oh, um, so bad. I don't know why. But uh, we, I, I realized we mentioned it in last week's episode, but we didn't go into it. Um, Shia LaBeouf. I say, like, isn't Shia LaBeouf fucking awesome? And then we never say why. <laughs> Um, if you haven't seen this video, oh, go online. God. You can just YouTube it. Look up. Just type in Shia LaBeouf. It's probably the number one hit. Everyone's talking about it. Um. Shia LaBeouf is doing this weird, cool, artsy live stream. He's doing a a continuous four-year live stream um, of basically, like, he will not divide us, talking about Trump, where people can just come by and, like, say their messages, and there will always be something about, like, how Trump will not divide us um, on his live stream. And in the early hours of it, he was out there, you know, he's walking around and they're doing the chant, you know, he will not divide us, like chanting in front of the thing. And some, oh my God, we'll describe what this fucking chode looks like in a second, but a white supremacist comes up. He doesn't look like you would expect. No, he looks like he watched The Force Awakens and tried to dress like the Empire. <laughs> like that's real. What? That's not what I got. Oh yeah, like his little like millet, his like little gray military cap with its insignia type shit on it. Like this kid, he's <laughs> he just got done playing StarCraft and happened to notice that the the camera was within a four blocks because he's never walked more than that in his life. Skinny little. If there's a if there's a white supremacist who could get punched in the face. It's happened to him on the schoolyard his entire life growing up. This is the dorkiest white supremacist douchebag you've ever seen. Terrible facial hair. I don't know if you can tell. I kind of don't like white supremacists. Um, but he comes up and says 14 and starts reciting um, like this little phrase from the... It's 14 words that the white supremacists say basically about like protecting the future of the, their white children or whatever. Oh my god. And Shia LaBeouf figures out immediately like what the kid's up to and doesn't touch him with his hands, but like gets right up in his grill and like uh, chest bumps him out of the way. Yeah, he's sort of like body checking him. Yeah, he's like moving him around with his body. And I don't know if you've ever seen Shia LaBeouf recently with the shirt off. Mm -mm. Shia LaBeouf is fucking jacked. Not like bodybuilder, pretty boy Hollywood jacked. He's got muscle. He looks Mm -hmm. like prison workout, dude. He's, Hmm. yeah, Shia LaBeouf's got him some, he's got some beef on him. So he's moving Which this- is funny because the last <laughs> Shia name <LaBeef>. means beef. <laughs> Shia the beef. Um, 
I want to watch uh, Hollywood Cannibal Shia LaBeouf right now so bad. <laughs> but he, like, moves the guy around with his body, and uh, what's happening is there's a call and response. There's a guy who's chanting, we will not, or he will not divide us, and then the crowd chants, he will not divide us. It goes back and forth. He will not divide us. He will not divide us. Yeah. And Shia LaBeouf, every time it comes his turn to say it, he gets his mouth, like, right on this little fucking dweeb's ear. And screams like a goddamn lion in this kid's ear. Like, deafening levels of screaming. I've never heard a person roar like that. And his mouth is, like, on the kid's head. And the kid, you can see the kid, like, cringing. But he's trying to, like, like give I'm it... I'm so tough! Yeah, he's trying to stay tough and give it back. But, like, Shia LaBeouf is just, like, manhandling this fucker around in a circle. Just screaming in his goddamn ear and he looks like a crazy person because he's Shia LaBeouf he's got like the big like homeless he is a crazy person. he's got the big homeless person jacket on he's got the toque mm-hmm. he's got the like uh, the toque and his hair is all weird and scraggly he's got this big homeless person beard and he is shouting in this kid's face until the dude like can't deal with it and bails it's so awesome to watch again I know he's weird and I know a lot of people are like mm, I don't like him I think he's pretentious I fucking love Shia LaBeouf <laughs> like 75 thumbs up to this guy man everything he does is interesting he's he's crazy he's crazy but I, I, res- I love the shit out of him and I respect what he does uh, I'm glad he didn't punch him like I think he's still getting um, charges pressed against him though oh, fuck for them for what assault or something in what way was that assault I don't know. Don't care. If I, I mean, okay. For me, he hurt his feelings. I hope he made. I hope he hurt his ear. I hope that kid can't ever fucking hear out of his right ear ever again. And I hope he dies of a brain tumor next year, and his dick falls off, and people take pictures of his body. I fucking hate white supremacists so much. Oh my god, I hate him. <clears throat> I read some books. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I read some books recently. Um, no, I finished. I finished the killer inside me, uh, inside the deadline, which means I have read four books this January. Four novel length books in January. That's better than I think I've done since I was like in elementary school. Yeah, you good boy. Yeah, I'm reading. Look at me reading, and I think that's probably why I've been writing so much. Um, I'm getting worried. Can't really do one without the other. No, Stephen King says if you don't have the time to read, you do not have the time or tools to write. I memorized that one. It's from his book. Uh, uh, on writing, Ad- Adam loves it. Uh-huh. Too. It's good uh-huh. Uh-huh. on writing. Um, but yeah, uh, th- so yeah, I read four books. The Killer Inside Me is really good. Jim Thompson. Um, I had only read like the first chapter when we last spoke. Having finished the book, the movie is an exact adaptation of the book. Like there is line for line dialogue pulled out of the book and put in the movie. Almost every scene is maintained. The movie's kind of longish. Like, they trimmed very little. If you want, if you're a lazy piece of shit and want to know what this story's all about, hmm. watch the movie. The book is excellent. Um, I, and you know what? This is one case where I can say, the, like, the book is very, very good. The movie is also very, very good. This is one case where I can say they're about the same. It's not like, oh, the book's way better. The book's way better. You got to read the book. I'm not that, that twat anyway. I'm not a Game of Thrones douchebag who's like oh well, you haven't read the novels well then you're not really a game of thrones fan <laughs> um but no they're they're about equal um and i've said before that the movie is one of the like top five most disturbing films i've ever seen but yeah. it's worth watching it's it's good um there's if uh, i'll do like a content warning 
if you have a problem with i wouldn't usually do this but the violence in this movie is pretty extreme and it's it's all there's not much weapons based violence it's a lot of um a lot of physical violence against women in particular because that's what basically happens is there it's about a crazy deputy crazy texas deputy who kills some people and then i mean they don't shoot the deputy he uh, spoilers he blows himself up in the end and kills everybody around him in the house (laughs) it's fucking excellent um a little sad face Mm mm-hmm um yeah but it's it's there's a couple pretty horrid scenes that are basically him beating women to death with his hands and they don't um i read a rev, uh, an interview with jessica alba she's one of the people who gets beaten to death in the movie um and i'm telling you that scene is like oh my god it's like minutes long of him like punching a woman it's really mm-hmm. really hard to watch i'm not i won't i'm not gonna sugarcoat it this movie is like upsetting um and an interviewer is like Basically, people walked out of it when it went to Sundance. People were like, I, wh- why was that necessary? Why did you make me watch that, basically? And an interviewer found Jessica Alba, because she walked out of it, too, at Sundance. She left and didn't come back. Um, so an interviewer was like, why would you do that? Why you, she, you, It's a really haunting performance. And she's, the interviewer was like, why would you ever want to be part of something that depicted something like that? And she goes, well, Hollywood often shows us death and violence in a not just a stylized way but a glamorized way most of the death that we see in Mm -hmm. films is the hero our protagonist killing in some sort of flashy glorified way people who are unequivocally bad right like a justified killing right and Mm -hmm. like and not just a justified killing but like you know a backflipping headshot or like oh a, a cool tommy gun and he's smoking a cigar and the lighting's all awesome you know or, Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool is a perfect example of what she's talking about. Or in horror movies, like when you see the teenagers die, that's kind of what you're there for. Like even though the teenagers are maybe good people and the killer mm-hmm. is obviously supposed to be a bad person. But you're always cheering. You cheer for, for the, the killer. Murder, yeah. So like, you know, because it's a contact. Except in Halloween. It's a con- Yeah, in Halloween, Mike Myers is genuinely a good killer because you're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, run, motherfucker. Um, but like watching horror movies you're contextually there to watch people be killed Mm -hmm. so she was like what we wanted to do because the the movie is uh the book and the movie are both about like how fucking horrifying violence is and about how horrifying like actual death is so it the first death the first really horrible scene in the movie just takes place in a bedroom with a lamp there's no like crazy lighting um, where we like Jessica Alba's character a lot, and there's absolutely not one moment of cool, beautiful, stylized, glamorous violence at all. It is the camera barely moves. It's mm-hmm. brutal. Casey Affleck like punches her so much he starts sweating. So he's like wiping his brow, and he's talking to her the whole time, and it's it's like deeply disturbing and she's like and that was jessica alba's point she's like that's what we wanted we wanted someone to watch death on screen and not be like not go home and be like man i wish i could beat a woman to death with my bare hands you know like yeah when you come up against um spousal abuse or partner abuse yeah yeah. and you you should be repulsed yeah and i think a lot i will say this like i've seen a couple movies with, with like with spousal abuse enough with jennifer uh 
Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Yeah, yeah. En- Enough with Jennifer Lopez is a pretty good example of that. She, like, trains and becomes a badass and then goes back and, like, fights her assailant. It's very, um, like, revenge fantasy. It's a revenge a fantasy J-Lo film. movie I actually like. I actually like it, too, but I will say that the violence in that movie, like, it's it's a little bit horrifying, but it doesn't feel real. It feels like we have established the villain, and mm. then... And then Jennifer Lopez goes and trains and becomes a hyper-stylized martial arts murderer or whatever and comes back and takes her revenge on the villain. There's no redemption at all in Killer Inside Me. You know, another movie that has a scene like that is the new Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, that is absolutely unflinching. It makes me nauseous watching that scene. The one with... um, Daniel Craig or the yes. original I think actually both films do it pretty well that's true that's true um I will say I do think Rooney Mara is better though Rooney Mara and the the David Fincher's girl with the dragon tattoo is just such a good movie but that that whole sequence there's a sequence spoilers if you haven't seen the film go see it um where uh Elizabeth Salander gets raped by her therapist or no her parole officer <clears throat> right <clears throat> Um, is he like a? He's sort of like a, um, like a guardian. Yes, he's like her legal guardian. Yeah, her sort of. her legally appointed. He does control her finances. Yeah, and yeah, things yeah. Like that. He's like a court appointed, a court appointed guardian, kind of like kind of a parole officer, kind of a therapist, but mostly like just her legal guardian. Um, where he he rapes her, and the rape scene that they shot is. That's actually not the scene I was talking about, but yes, that one too. Which one were you talking where about? Where she gets revenge on him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was talking about in co- in the context of like non-glamour, um, non-glamorized no. violence. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the rape, the rape scene is like, a lot of times in movies, the rape scenes are kind of uncomfortable. Very seldom though, because Hollywood doesn't want to turn its viewers off. Very seldom are they actually like harrowing or like deeply upsetting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo's rape scene is mm-hmm. very upsetting. Um, another one was the island. The rape scene just goes on way too long. It's um, it's bad. Into the Void. That's one of the most. Well, anyway, we're moving on. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. The movie's called. I think it's called Reverse. That has. There's an eight minute uncut rape scene. With a static camera angle. Yeah. <laughs> Bird just made a little frowny face out of her eraser. So we're going to move off of uh, absolutely harrowing films. I've been reading a lot. I just started Michael Shabin's uh, The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. That's my next novel. You haven't read that one before? No, I never have. Oh. I, bu- I bought it a long time ago, and my grandma Linda said that she couldn't finish it because it made her kind of sad. Oh. But um, I will say this. Having read the first two pages... If you're not smarter coming out of a Michael Shaben book, you didn't take the time to look up the hard words because mm. boy, oh boy, his vocabulary is light years beyond mine. So I'm going to be very clever when this book is done. Um, Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> you know, Red. Sorry. Hey, we'll be able to make fun of the Uber accent and people know what we're doing. Yeah, we well basically you just gotta talk like uh, Bad Pinciati yeah, for that '70s show. <laughs> That's <laughs> anyway. Um, what do you what do you got going on? Uh, I got stuff to do today. Yes, we do. So uh, stuff with we're, capital S. We'll get out of here real quick. I want to 
how much i know we're now getting into like moving mode which is fun what other art stuff do you got shit planned before uh before we leave because we got a couple more months um, to be productive and do do art some more little paintings i think i'm gonna start doing um like a little series of either postcards or um Mm. cards yeah um i'm gonna paint some flowers because i'm a girl and i like pretty things you're wearing black lipstick right now. I know. Um, all monotone gray clothing with purple pants, and you have black earrings and a mohawk. Uh, yeah, you were the girliest of girls that I can think of. Um, anything else? I am going to do... I just got a, a copy of the uh, little UK chat book that my story, my short story, was published in. My little HP Lovecraft um, pastiche love letter. And uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do an, I think I'm going to record an audio version of it and put it up on the website for people to listen to. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I honestly think you should do it um, in a Patreon or something like that where they have to pay to get the file. I don't think I have enough people who follow me and like, like my stuff to do a Patreon really. Well, then you just need to be more active on social media. Oh my God. Don't even say that to me. I love you. Love you. Lazy. Um, maybe I will. I might do a Patreon after the next thing I wanted to just talk about right before we left. Um, I'm almost done recording my second EP, which is the country, the serial killer country EP called um, Albert Fish Acupuncturist. You turn that frown upside down. Um, so after the EPs come out, um, and I like put them out and pimp them and talk about them places, maybe I'll start a Patreon because that might have. I might have a little momentum. I might have some people listening and looking at me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's one of my goals. Well, I got a little bit of a bump from that Amanda Palmer thing, didn't you? Yeah, a big bump. Um, for those, yeah, that was really, really cool. Amanda Palmer told me that one of my songs was beautiful on Twitter. And she also like schoolgirled or, um, I did. I schoolgirl squeed cried. Um, also girl. she said that she likes our knife rack. <laughs> um, yeah i wrote a little protest song you can find it on youtube it's on the website it's on um my website which we will pimp in a moment um and at the end of today's episode you're gonna hear um one of the songs off of the serial killer country ep because i've been talking about it and talking about it but i've only played stuff from lo-fi lullabies so you guys are gonna hear a country song at the end of this episode uh, if you want to go and watch the video of me playing the ukulele protest anti-Donald Trump resist love unity song thing, you can find it, um, like I said, on YouTube or at quillandfilmproductions.com. It's not on your Instagram? Uh, a little blip of it is. Oh. Okay. Um, so I, we're gonna, if you want to find it on Instagram, I am actualmaxp. Um, if you want to find me on Facebook, I'm Maxwell Peterson. My Twitter is at Max J. Peterson. Bird's website is theartistbird.com. Um, she's on Instagram as the.artist.bird.com. Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> on Instagram as the.artist.bird. And her Facebook, she's just Bird Peterson. Um, I'm. I've decided I'm deleting my Twitter, so... You're deleting your Twitter? Definitely don't hit me up on Twitter. I didn't... You'll notice it's not in my... I know, I know. We don't even (laughs) pimp it anymore. It's really sad. Um, All right, well, I'm gonna... boring. ...heavily edit this episode, cut out lots of silences, and shorten up some weed talk. (laughs) All right, let's get out of here. Let's go get stuff done today. Yay! All right, um, that's it for Chatman and Robin this week. I'm Max Peterson. And I'm Bird. Holy podcast, Chatman. Well, I think I thought you'd want me, but I really can't remember where I left you.
And that took my medication Every day of this vacation But you looked so hard at shuffleboard Wish that I could still get hard And wish that you would still respond Like you were young To Grandpa's hands Grandpa's hands Grandpa's hands I wish that you would still respond Like you were young To Grandpa's hands Doctors said it might be safe With lots of lube and stretching In the morning but your wheelchair and oxygen and liver spots they got me without warning and i wish i could remember what i knew when we were young to make you laugh as though you'd want to live forever but the way today is going how my weary body's slowing you might just have to settle for Grandma's hands. Grandma's hands. Grandma's hands. You might just have to settle for Grandma's hands. You might just have to settle for Grandma's hands. You might just have to settle for Grandma's hands. You might just have to settle the grandpa's hands. <laughs>